0: Been begging me to pop out. Why you playing? You be popping at the cop out. Girl, I f- up your plans, get them swapped out. When I pull up on you, probably add a whole block out. I'm finna show.
1: Hey, what's up guys? It's your girl Chanel Nicole and you are tuning in to pop out episode number three. Again, this is Chanel Nicole.
0: I'm Najee. And I'm Bree.
1: And if y'all haven't noticed, we in a new spot. You hear that audio. Shout out to Mick. Shout out to Mick Studios. This is great. I I love it here. (laughs) Well, it's been a very eventful. Again, I feel like every week, every time we come back, it's always an eventful week. Um, you know, the world is still in shambles right mm-hmm. now. And Najee, everything that you said last week about what's going on over at Russia and Ukraine, it's I
2: know. You
1: yo, listen, y'all not... <laughs> Najee's a psychic. She knows everything. <laughs> she knows everything that's about to go on. But you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about that, you know, at a later time. But I need I need y'all opinion on something. So I saw this um this post, and I need need y'all opinion. So this is what happened. It's a text thread between, you know, this woman and this man. So let's start from the beginning. Um, He said, I still want to do my jacket queen. So I'm guessing she's like an artist that, you know, Mm -hmm. you know how artists, certain, you know, certain artists, they they draw on jackets or, you know, they put their artwork on jackets.
2: Basically designers. Yeah.
1: So she said, I got you. Just let me know whenever you're ready. He said, cool. He said, also, let me know when I can take you out. She said, I appreciate the way I appreciate the way you tried to slide that in, but I'll never be letting you know, Charles. <laughs> not <laughs> open or interested. And if that changed wanting to get work, peace be still. He said, I mean in the in a way, lol, because it's like I'm good enough to take my money, but not enough to date. I was trying to support you.
0: Oh my god, corny <laughs>
1: lame, boo. Tomato, 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 I'm throwing tomatoes. She responded, "Button knows I really. <laughs> Button knows I really don't need your money. Respectfully submitted. You contacted me, so I wasn't taking anything from you. I was fulfilling a service because I specialize within it, and let me act like I want something. So she'll give into my advances is not support. It's a weird calculated choice that resulted in an L." Lastly, I received support from 39 U.S. states and counting endless trips overseas. So this one filthy withdrawal won't disrupt my rest on my satin sheets. Mm. Thanks, though. I was like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing that that hurt his soul. He said, damn, you kind of arrogant. It's not attractive. Shit like this turns alpha men off for real. I really always took you to be more of the humble type. I made six figures, queen, so I can get anybody for real. But it's all good. That button, no shit, you really arrogant. I'll pass. Actually, she said, "Darling, you're not an alpha. Mm-hmm. You're a day Lulu. <laughs> I think she's. I
2: think she meant delusional. I don't. De, yeah, it looks like it was a. Is a it's a. a misspell there.
1: Maybe she, I don't know, but she said a man like you being turned off feels like Christmas. Earning potential doesn't dismiss identity. A clown inside a PR remains a clown. The red nose is still present. May you find a woman naturally, not one you have to swindle into picking you and still fail terribly at securing. Mm -hmm. And I love money, but money wouldn't make me see you. I'd rather be blind. Uh, You can't pass on something you were never in possession of. The access was denied from the gate. Your ego is deflated and it's a lot to digest because how dare a woman turn you down? Not you and your six figures. You'll be okay, Charles. Have a prosperous day. Oh, and heal with the white card. He said, You're an evil person for real and okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need your thoughts on that one. Yo. <laughs> you know what? I want Najee to answer this one.
2: Oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, don't even get me started on that. I want to know. Because I, I mean, like, he goes, I mean, in a way, because, like, I'm not you. I'm good enough to take my money, but not good enough to take to take take you out on a date. How are you equating two two of the same? Like those are not the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're paying me for a service. Just because you're paying me for a service doesn't mean I owe you shit.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so for me, it feels that feels like entitlement. That feels like a sense. It feels like toxic masculinity to mm-hmm. me. Um, and you know I'm not with the shits so Like I'm very like you know how I am when it yes. comes to niggas in general. Like I feel like. I'm very blunt and I say what it is. So for something like this, I'm like I I couldn't even waste. I know two that cents made your eye
1: twitch. It like, was Ugh. I was just like oh, I would read him for
2: <laughs> filth. Like and she was really nice. Nice about it. and
1: that's the part where I feel like and you know what this this I I don't want people to get misconstrued that this podcast you know we're we're black women you know we're against black men we hate men this no. is not the he man hate club like no (laughs) this is not not what it is that's not what it is like i said but i do also know women that do the same thing as well but this was the screenshot that was brought to me and you know what's crazy someone that i know like commented under like and he's a guy who's like oh nah she walling and i and i responded Mm -hmm. is it cocaine
2: (laughs) cocaine is a hell of a drug (laughs) (laughs) You love this thing. (laughs) I love it. You love this thing, girl. Every
1: time someone does some dumb shit, I'm (laughs) like, "Mm, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Is that what it is? Is it? Is it heroin? Which one is it? Because how is she walling That is, you buying my service does not in you buying my service does not give you access to me. It gives you to the access that you paid for.
2: So exactly. That's the part. where I feel like these issues also are a big thing um and like the creative industry like music like mm-hmm. w- like women who are artists who work in music who are photographers who are videographers like these are a lot of things that we encounter on right. a day to day in the in this industry like right. as artists and it's like are you appreciating me from my work or my body on my face mm. and those are all separate things and entities yeah. you know um, and it's very frustrating sometimes because, you know, in a way you do have to go out into the world and you want to create, but you also have to protect yourself, especially as a black woman
1: mm-hmm.
2: or woman in general. Right.
1: There's like an issue right now. Like, I don't really know about it. So I'm not going to, I know about it. I don't know all the details, so I'm not really going to go into it. Um, you know, the girl, Kayla Nicole, she's like, she oh. started off as
2: a meme as a viral meme mm-hmm. yes she My then got
0: to thirty. Then, yeah, yeah and now she's an art <laughs> and now she it? makes music
2: she got a future with soldier right. boy but i was now, like right what yes. Polo polo
1: Don. i don't i'm guessing he's a producer he produced he does whatever he's, with. A, he's a he's yes yeah he has a Sierra so he concert. put her onto like certain like music situations i get again i don't don't quote me on this mm-hmm. but there's just a situation where you know and that girl put a lot of fucking time into her YouTube, mm-hmm. into everything else. And like some ways and they and come to find out while he was 40 something, she's only 20. She's only been out for two years. She's only been out for two years. While she as was an still artist? up and guest. ones while she was still up and coming, she was those two were intimate. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know, she put out a statement as well. You know, like he used to give me liquor and blah, 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 blah. So it's like that, it's a whole rabbit hole now where it's wow. like I look at you you know, he wants, he tried to do a contract where he gets 50% mm. of her earnings on YouTube. Mm. So now she has to figure out, well, I'm guessing they're in the middle of figuring out now. Wow. When it comes down to, does, he, does she get 80? Like, does she, she has 80%, he has the other percent. But was he
2: producing videos for her as well? No. Right? I was about to say, what well, he got to weird. do No, because, because he, because he helped, cause he helped put that. her on. She was on before him. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. She was a viral meme. Like Mm -hmm. sis was She's always memes. That's like saying she was crazy before him. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm just really confused.
1: Everybody's confused. Like I said, I don't know the rest of it, but just from the basics of what I've researched, it's I like and this is just for, you know, we're trying to get our shit together and upcoming and it's like one thing about you Najee you always remind me and Bree like protect our brand protect Mm -hmm. the brand simply because it's like and this is not just again against a man there's also women out there TLC Pebbles Mm. I don't know if y'all ever seen Mm -hmm. seen the TLC movie Mm -hmm. who's Pebbles (laughs) Uh, it was, I think it was LA Reed's wife. She's the one that helped discover. She didn't discover, well, she helped discover TLC and they had her, they had them in a fucked up contract. Mm
0: -hmm. I saw that.
1: So it's not just a man and it's not just geared towards men. There's really people out there that really want to target and they prey on upcoming startup businesses, podcasts, Mm -hmm. YouTubers, influencers, young people, and it's, and it's people that are up here with mad
0: bread. Praying on talent and that shit's scary as fuck scary you guys this is speaking to me so crazy i was literally just watching this show on netflix i just started it today it's called hollywood mm-hmm. and it's about how people come from all over to la right. and they want to make like it it takes it back like back in the yes, day, right? back and, they in the day and they're trying to and they're trying to get to it and they're like well you know what you need to do for me for mm-hmm. me to put you on a screen to even get a screen test you need to, yep. so, men, yep, yep, to men, men men to men literally and that happens in
2: the music industry
0: as well that's it's so on some, crazy on some real shit you know and i was watching and i was like dang And for y'all to sit here and talk about it it's still happening today mm-hmm. that's wild to me
1: it's scary it's it's in it's scary and it makes it makes people very and again not just you know to a certain gender it just makes a creative a business person very closed off. Like, I know people that are like, yo, i rather put my shit out, have a stable audience, not making a lot of bread, mm-hmm. and be happy and content compared to people that are, you know, they have all this stardom, they're touring. They got a tour to make that fucking money mm-hmm. back that they're not That's getting. That's the only
2: reason why to- touring is most artists. the bread artists and butter of, for a lot yeah, of artists. exactly. Streaming, you get getting pennies on a dollar. Like, forever, you get getting pennies for every stream mm-hmm. that you're getting it's Mm -hmm. not a dollar it's pennies right you know so touring is a a bunch of like that's where their main income comes from Mm. and then now you are starting to see um people do brand marketing and they're partnering with like brands like cheetos ranch you Mm -hmm. see sweetie that's also now an avenue of where they can start to get more money more money on the side as opposed to like relying on streaming or radio that's Ugh. Megan got
0: the Popeye sandwich. She, yep.
2: she, she, yeah, the Popeye know, hot sauce. You mean in the so- hot sauce. Hot uh,
1: sauce. Hottest yes. sauce. I love how <laughs> I, love, <laughs> hot sauce. I, love, I love how I have a I have a nephew who like he's from Virginia and the way how he said like hot sauce. He, like hot. Well, she said, "My Megan's Sound, You you want some hottie sauce?" I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> the <That's laughs> New York in me was like, yeah, that was very, that was a little twang to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just like my take on that situation back to what's going on rewinding to last week when we were talking about again with Russia and Ukraine and everything. And, you know, listening back to the episode, we really, you know, we felt, I, I still do feel for the country about what's going on, but the black in me was like, "Mm, I gotta Mm -hmm. fall the fuck back. Cause you know why? When it comes down to, to the Africans in Ukraine, that shit hurt my heart. And that Mm -hmm. shit reminded me. And it just kind of, Kind of made me pull back and be like, "See, this is why niggas gotta just fucking mind their business." Cause it's like, I, am I bugging? No. Oh god, I thought I was tripping. I was just like, it, it makes a black person wanna mind their business because it's like, we as black people, as a culture, isn't me or we doesn't it, isn't it me or our culture gets very invested into shit. Very much, yeah. Like emotionally, emotionally, mm-hmm. physically, sure. mentally, we get in, we get very invested. And we're very generous people when it comes down to other cultures and understanding. When it comes down to Asian hate, we ride for y'all. Mm. When it came down to, you know, ICE having these kids in cages, mm. we march for y'all. Mm. Ukraine, where we're niggas is donating, they're promoting peace. You know, they're trying to figure out how they can help. And then to see videos mm. of, are people being turned away because they're black
2: on not only in ukraine like not Mm -hmm. only leaving the country but also arriving to to a border to borders to the surrounding Mm -hmm. countries poland like all of those places every step along the way they've either been denied access or discriminated against in many ways Mm -hmm. like And I think that's depressing because when we think about the state of humanity, like what's going on right now is the humanitarian crisis, right? And we Mm -hmm. think about what is the state of humanity? And when you think about humanity, you're thinking about us as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. But in the context of that, you're we're allowing racism racism to perpetuate. You're you're still isolating groups of people.
1: Racism takes no day off no matter <laughs> it's it's a fact. Racism mm-hmm. takes no day off. Whether the world is coming to an end or any other given day. Racism is a twenty four racism is an has racism has an essential job. And there's never a day off. There's
2: never an mm-hmm. off day for racism. So like And the reason that is I was going to ask him, I was, was going the when you think about society I'm like when you think about society as a whole mm-hmm. right and you think about the current structures that we live in right as mm-hmm. humans no matter whether you're in, you're in America whether in Europe the society we live in which is shaped mm-hmm. by I would say white <laughs> white men mm-hmm. and it started with white Europeans mm-hmm. right they were we're talking about a race of people that has oppressed many cultures mm-hmm. that have gone into countries and have stolen people have Illige, stolen goods com- yep, com- have nice. stolen resources mm-hmm. and we're currently living under a society where like it's shaped by the perceptions of it's shaped by the perceptions of white people but it also, it's also is also ran by white people mm-hmm. in right. terms of like companies what we see in the media like who owns our media Mm -hmm. um and so i feel like that's that's one of the reasons why i feel like racism is just here it's gonna stay and you're starting to i mean you've seen we're seeing it happen in the middle of a whole what could be a whole war
1: the part that gets me tired of people like why are you making it about race and i'm just like (laughs) is is like it don't need to be about race but you know what's crazy is that one thing that i can say as a black woman that really pisses me off is how society will gaslight the fuck out of black people and be like why are you making it about race and then you start to look back and be like do i really have to fucking calculate it for you people to make (laughs) you understand this is what it is like if they're in the beginning you know they said children and women are the priority to get out
2: they said children and women and then behind that was white men right but but i know in ukraine men
1: 18 through 60 can't leave so now if you look at the statistics of how many women and children in that whole group are black now explain to me how it's not about race now Mm -hmm. and there's mad black women and children walking eight hours
2: to the next border
1: to to the next border that shit's crazy but I want to ask y'all why do you think we are so understanding and we are so sympathetic
0: because we went through so much already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've built up a tolerance mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to these things where we've learned, like you said, promoting peace is the only,
2: right, the only that's thing. That's what, we, that's what we yearn. We, we literally, yearn peace. We oh, learn my peace. goodness. We yearn peace and equality and, yes. just re- and respect on all levels, like every level, especially within governments, international, right. and also on an international scale, right. you know?
1: To hear, like, people say, like, they drug all the black men off the train. Mm. We're
2: running out of food.
1: Just like how it's a humanitarian issue on white Ukrainians. Same thing for black people in Ukraine. I don't care if they're students. Or if they're immigrants. If they're they're immigrants, it don't matter. Like, they're
2: contributing to your society and your economy. And your economy. So Hello. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly the same food that that the white ukrainian buys at the supermarket is the same one the african kid that's a college student right. right now the big question is now if america was on the other side do you think america would show their ass the same way ukrainians did when it came down to africans oh <laughs> or African americans yeah mean? any black people in general first black... of all we would beat their ass <laughs> are you serious <laughs>
2: Are you serious? you know, like, you we're know, we pulling up. We're pulling up. Ah! Like, I you ain't gonna like, let me on a train? Say that. Say that. <laughs> like, we will beat they, like, on some real shit. Like, it will Yo. be a revolt. I think we have a different level of understanding because we're, especially as black Americans mm-hmm. and people who identify as black, like, we, there's a certain power to us that we can utilize. I think for the immigrants who are in Ukraine and students, like, you know, it, it, I think it's a lot more scarier because technically you're not a citizen of the country. I'm not sure, though. There
1: was a... Uh, so I see a quote right here that I had, and um there was a um an immigrant there, and he said... You know, and again, I get what you're saying because he had a sense of understanding. I, he had a I'm sense I'm thinking of, they're
2: afraid they're going to lose something or right. like a visa or something, Right, you know? and he
1: had a... And this is what he said. He said, there's a war in Ukraine. We Africans, we have somewhere to go, but them, they don't have anywhere to go. Mm. We are humans, you know? Sometimes we don't we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes to understand your situation. Mm-hmm. Again, no matter whether you're African, Caribbean, you're Afro-Latina, Afro-Latino, it's, you see how we have a sense of understanding mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. people while we getting at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the part that like blows my mind. I can't be mad at him because it's like, he's trying to have a sense of understanding. but Of this. compassion. Right, right but at the same time, means. you're like, nigga, wake up. <laughs> they don't, that's not what it is. Mm. Their priorities to get their white people that they cherish so much. Do y'all hear how people are talking about the war? These are on big news conglomerates. Like it's really emotional for me because I see European people with blue eyes and blonde hair being
2: killed. Children being killed every day with Putin's missiles.
1: You know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, a uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen.
0: Now the unthinkable has happened to them. And this is not a developing third world nation. This is Europe. As you're talking to us, Matthew, we're playing in the latest pictures of some of the refugees trying to get on trains or trying to get out. Of Ukraine, and, and what's compelling is just looking at them—the way they're dressed. These are prosperous—I'm love to use the expression—these are prosperous middle-class people. These are not obviously refugees trying to get away from areas in the Middle East.
1: So you're saying wars only for white people? Like you? Th- so you're saying the only, the only al- time you
2: feel bad when you see a situation like this is be- is because someone that looks like you, basically. Yeah. Like
1: is it is it that? much of a foreign entity to see that people are getting bombed on or white is white on white crime that like, (laughs) but am I, am I tripping now because it's like when these other middle Eastern countries are in war with each other. Oh, that's the norm. Mm -hmm. But now black people, when, 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 when there's black on black crime, they love to throw that shit at us. Mm. But now that it's a white country, shitting on another white country it's like oh my (laughs) oh my god clutching my pearls (laughs) clutching my pearls Mm -hmm. this we're not Pakistan Mm -hmm. we're not Israel how could this happen and it's just like are y'all that fucking ignorant and it also just lets me know how sometimes the media will put out an agenda and a narrative Mm -hmm. and feed it to these always to feed it to people and have that mindset but now they're just I feel like certain news conglomerates on that side and this side are just so mind blown that this has happened they don't know how to conduct themselves especially when it comes down to like when they're in meetings they don't know how to conduct themselves they don't know how to go about this they got to say for how it is and it shows how they really feel so
2: that's i mean clearly yeah yeah yeah. that's what I'm saying. We didn't even get that same type of energy during, like, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. You know what I'm saying? So Apples, apples. I'm not comparing out. the two. I'm not, not comparing to two, two things. They're two different situations. Yeah, two different but situations. when we think about lives lost, like, where's the sense of compassion when it comes to setting, like, changing laws to protect black people within your own country? You know what I'm saying? And I then, you know, it goes back to human psychology. Like, people are willing to help people that look like them. Mm. And that's just a given. We see that when us as black women apply to jobs Mm -hmm. and we're interviewing with people that don't look like us. Mm -hmm. And this is a similar situation. It's just now it's on a humanitarian level.
1: Right. Like Apple pulled out of Russia. They're like, yeah, we're not selling any more Apple products. There are a
2: bunch of gas companies. Russia's uh, like the bulk of Russia's economy relies on oil exports. And you're seeing places like Axon, like all these different huge oil conglomerates pulling billion dollar assets, assets, out of russia. partnerships with russia That's so crazy what they're trying to do is tank their economy and slow them down and the, fuck the part is that that doesn't really
1: necessarily fuck with like the Ru- like it fucks with the russian government it fucks with their
2: citizens it sucks with their citizens their yeah. citizens are and, gonna and go a hungry a lot
1: of the citizens because i know different dancers in russia and they're like "Yo, yeah, we're literally protesting right now that we don't want this shit like get up out of there yeah. Wolf, out of ukraine we don't want this. Dang. I need. Ga- I can't get to this protest if I ain't got
2: no gas. <laughs> like, that's that's on some real, real shit. On some real shit, like girl, or, or even or even no gas, but money. The yeah. the the, yep. the ruble is. And I the think sanctions. It's pennies, it's like they're, they're blocking banks and yeah. everything like that. Everything.
1: It's, it's messed up. And I was um, listening to like the Joe Biden uh, state of state of the address, Union state of the Union address. And like certain things that he touched on, you know, he was talking about, you know, student loans, and I still look at my student loan and account, loan account, and I'm like,
2: I'm I'm not gonna hold you. I ain't um, shit, Joe. I'm over them. I'm over Yo. Joe Biden and Sally Mae. They could really S and D at this point. Say it, say, like it, they say, say really it, say it. Really say, it ass.
1: say it with your chest. Say it with your chest.
2: They could really suck my dick, <laughs> yeah. my yeah. whole dick, like for real, shit. for real, like. I mean, they, y'all really expecting us to pay money back? Like we just Y'all, I
0: don't think they really expect us. And people who do is crazy.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, You should have seen brief a- just now. Because <laughs> <I
0: see it. laughs> they got me fucked up. On <laughs> some real shit. student loans. That is the farthest thing on my bill list. Cocaine is, dr- Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine okay. like, is a hell of a drug. They must be doing a student
1: lot. Student loans, that's a big word for Elmo. Big word. <laughs> like, I forgot all about
0: that. I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Word, right? I feel like when I look at student loans, I'd be like, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Part that and you know, when I look at when I was watching, you know, his speech, I won't lie, it's like I I didn't feel anything. It just felt like indifferent. I I felt indifferent. It felt like, damn, yo, we just got conned into another especially when he said Fund the police, and at first I was like, "I'm about to turn this shit off, Joe." Because now you're getting me like I I didn't like you before. I'm I'm be honest, I was one of those people that had to vote because I had to vote for him because it was the only best option. (laughs) As long as he was out, I didn't give a fuck. Two
2: evils, yeah, I know,
1: and that's messed up. But when he said fund the police, and I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I got another two years with you, bro, and I'm getting your ass out of here. And then you know he tried to like save himself was saying like fund the police with training and, and you know, and this and that. And I'm no, like, fund, fund the laws, I, you know, but here's the thing though. But when he said change police policy fund the police with training, I said, with more training, I said, Skr! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what was y'all niggas doing with that money before (laughs) wait let me see the receipt
0: then let me see what you what using it for all these online systems to collect student loan payments look at that Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) one of them bill collectors to call my phone they got on block list okay (laughs)
2: that's why Bree's phone
0: is on do not disturb all day
1: (laughs) but yeah like when he said you know fund them with with train with more training, I was like, so where was that money going
2: prior? What was that money being used for? Like if like, if like gear, tactical gear, like weapons, mm-hmm. cars, like salaries, overtime, police overtime, like that's that's where that money goes. And mind you,
1: schools are struggling right now.
2: Right, like I'm like, you need to move some of that money and put it into the educational system there's, in the United there's States. Schools
1: that are struggling hard, body right now.
2: But when the Super Bowl was in L.A., they had
0: SWAT all of and All over, Helicopter. All, all, all night. All night. Everything. Geared
1: up. I've never the seen, horses. Let me tell you something. I've never seen LAPD galloping on some goddamn horses. <laughs> I
2: ain't I never seen no I said, where are you get in New York? horses from? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I seen them. I used to see police on horses in, like, Central Park. <laughs> Central like, Park. Yeah. Yes, because that's a park. Yeah. Not the middle of downtown what Los talking Angeles. talking about <laughs> downtown Los Angeles. I said, yo, where's the nearest bar? the Calvary
0: came out. Yo, I was like... Hold the fuck! I said, yo, where's the nearest barn? Where are y'all the, storing these? Okay, the barn. That's they paying for their transportation. They feeding.
2: Okay, everything. Yo, they were literally. That's sit, that's where the budget is going. Yes, literally sitting up
1: on a horse. I'm like, the last time i I got chased in my car by a horse once. All right, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. Like, it's super. <laughs> quick. What? So I was going through campus when I was in Long Island, and I'm like, I won't lie, I was. Beaming on the, (laughs) I had to get to class. I was like, you know, I'm going. And I forgot that there's like a speedometer motion thing where when you pass it, the person behind you can see how fast you're going. So while I'm driving, I'm like, I just pass it. All I see behind me, is a cop on the horse. I was like <laughs> I'm and, and and I know my mom's gonna hear this. She's gonna be like, Chanel, come on. And I'm I'm looking, I'm like, I can bust this. <laughs> I'm like, I can bust this horse's ass right now in this fucking Hondo court. Yo, low Honey Dip will bust this fucking horse's ass right now. I'll do it. Oh, you and then I was like they're going to find my car anyway in the parking lot. Let pull over. So I pull over. The guy rides.
2: Right oh, next how guy. do you even talk to him? I'm like, how do you even talk hey, to yo, him? Did you get, like, off, did he the get off the horse? I'm like this.
1: Yo, he got off the horse, but I was trying to get a good look at the horse. I'm like, <laughs> this is the window. I'm like. <laughs> what? <laughs> He gets off, he's like, All right, you get a warning. I'm like, Yeah, bro. You better give me a warning because I, <laughs> I was ready to I was ready to dust your ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, he would have been up and down. Like, <laughs> Imagine would have called back up. Like <laughs> Six horses chasing
1: your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> but there was actually a barn on campus. Like oh, no! Nah, <laughs> oh, nah. That's where they got some fucking. I'm, wow. guessing, I'm guessing the cop was like, Can I? Can I, can I, can I I try him. See him <laughs> he came out the bushes. I was like, "Oh, that's
0: crazy." He said you just so happened to catch uh, me. That like, sounds like some Long Island shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, um, also in the address, he was talking about dun 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 PPP loan investigators.
2: He said, he said, I that's get- that's where our tax money going to what. <laughs> meanwhile, pretty, one pretty, <laughs> Kayla, meanwhile, one of Pretty
1: Ricky's people are in fucking jail right, <laughs> in jail right now. That oh. nigga in jail right
2: He's doing some time.
1: Yo, when I saw that, you know, we I have watched dogs regarding the PPP loans, and we're going to catch them. We're going to catch those criminals that are used and abused, the, you know, the relief funds that I'm like. Ooh, y'all in trouble. Because mm. one thing that the U.S. are going to do, they're going to get their
2: money. They always want okay. their money back. Like. Yo. But you know it's
1: crazy? But the amount of money that the U.S. owes different countries. is bad.
2: We owe China a lot. That's why, that Chi- That's
1: why China is like, U.S., shut up. You owe me <laughs> mad. Fuck. Like, yeah. you ever been in an argument with somebody and they talking some dumb shit and you like, shut up because you definitely owe me like $20 like what you mm-hmm. talking about funds and money yeah. nigga? you owe me $20 <laughs> well, for real. and that's how China's looking at them right now or looking at the US right now I know other countries just
0: look at the US and be like
2: they do I hate y'all they really do trust me they do is
0: it bad that I have no hope I'm, I just really? wait really why I, I just I'm like how will it even get better I feel like I wake up and we're in a deeper hole than we were the day before mm. and when you I'm think right, it's though. getting better you not sure face she said <laughs> X. The
1: amount of hopelessness <laughs> she had in her face just now.
0: And that's yeah. not to be negative, that's not to be gloomy, that's not to say I don't love my well, life. I really appreciate my realistic. life. Yes, because yeah. because the broader picture, the bigger thing around us, we're we're helpless. We can't do shit about it. Yeah. We just have to sit here and take what these and people are telling life. us yeah. to do. You literally. And so yeah, I'm gonna live my best
2: damn you life. I got okay. to. Okay. Cause I mean, we really staring down nuclear war. Bro. And that's the real They're re- like stay
0: indoors for X amount of hours. Right. Don't be near windows. Like that's some like, scary I can't fucking shit. Do this shit.
1: My friend Gabe always says, like, you may be alive, but that don't mean you're living. Okay. Like mm-hmm. that means nothing. You breathing. But that don't mean you're living Mm -hmm. your life. You're some people just really my mom always my mom used to watch the news crazy at one Mm. point. And now that, you know, we've all left the nest, she doesn't watch the news like that anymore Mm. because it's like my mom will fly to L.A. and gather me and my brother up and drive to Maryland and grab the other one Mm -hmm. and lock us in the house if she watched the news Mm. all the time. Um, he also said, um, "Let's provide an investment in tax to um, weatherize your home, your businesses to be energy so what? efficient. He's weatherize? What, weather weatherize? That's what he said. I'm going straight from like
2: weather protect. Yeah, literally yeah. like solar panels. Like he's he's trying to do clean energy now, like climate change. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> we're already fucked up with global warming, but go off, King. Oh um, no! Somebody I go said, off King.
2: You call him what? Go off King. I would have been like, "Don't be a sarcastic nigga." Yeah. I am being sarcastic. sarcastic. Um,
1: yeah. and he's talking about affordable housing, and I'm like, "Cause there is
2: a housing crisis right there now." There is
1: a boy. Is there? Cause
0: I'm broke, nigga. Listen. I'm broke. Listen, yo. <laughs> is- so. My main priority yeah and and this
1: goes and this goes into you know our generation and how going forward how are we going to live independently because me like in the next few years i want to buy a house will it be in los angeles absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not no hell no um just looking scarce. Like it's looking like I'ma have to live in fuck. what is what does T Pain call it? Wisconsin? Oh, no. I oh, Wisconsin. No. Like I feel like I'm gonna have to live in Wisconsin.
2: No. Or nah. Utah or some shit. Like like the Midwest or some shit. Oh no. And the
1: question is, and Bree brought it up. What 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 did you what did you ask? Oh, yes. What
0: this um the thing that was like basically you can't survive on one stream of income?
1: Mm-hmm. And one thing know. about Bree is ah, yes. Brie money she, 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 is about she, she, she her, her money, paper. Like bank Bree.
2: <laughs> but do, do you feel bag.
1: but do y'all feel like it's impossible to
2: pay our bills with just one stream of income? Oh, yes um it depends on what your job, job is. is uh yeah. it just comes down to your job i personally yeah. just feel like i'm in general just want multiple streams of income even mm-hmm. if i do have one job like yeah, i have just in one case. right now that's helping me do what All i gotta right. do but i want more yeah so
1: because i want not be able to go on vacations
2: i think it's just that's what i'm saying i think it's important to have different streams of income so that you can afford i guess to live above your means if you wanted to you know mm-hmm. so that's vacations that to could not be, a be new mediocre car. yeah i'm trying trying to be (laughs) richard mediocrity scares me
1: um now you know what's one thing that like i get really annoyed with is like when i'm not gonna just blame it on this generation like baby boomers like that's where like the generation of our parents and stuff like that like i'll come across certain adults that were like yeah because at my age i was up and on my own i had this i had that all by myself i'm like bitch Shut up! Your rent was fucking five hundred dollars. It's a different
2: generation, and like your rent was
1: five hundred dollars.
2: Yeah. Our
1: the economy back then, where y'all were in y'all twenties, living y'all best life, that was like the golden era for for economy for the economy. Mm-hmm. Right now. Remember, people used to be like, "Times is hard." Like,
2: mm-hmm. it's it's hard. Well, it's that here. generation that fucked it up for this, for Ooh. our generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she said, "I am issue. gonna blame them." <laughs> okay, so, yeah, it's like, not, right? it's, so it's, I am gonna blame. them. It's not even blaming them. It's facts. <laughs> like, it's the boomer. It's the boomer generation that fucked up with, uh, subsequent generations. Like, what we're dealing Elaborate. with now Elaborate. is like you know a fallout of what of of this this generation. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't really elaborate right now. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that, like, Social Security has changed, like, right. will change, like, the, like, housing, like, even credit, like, how, how we procure like the government. credit, you know? So like it's I just, s- there were certain policies and f- certain financial policies and systems that worked for them back in the day, and I think it was short-term Band-Aids. Mm. Over the long-term, Is now a fault. They're now seeing that a lot of those policies, especially within the Fed, Mm -hmm. they're seeing a lot of these policies were not smart decisions.
1: I still feel like it's crazy that we have old-ass people making laws, economic laws. Like, Joe
2: Biden is too old for me. I'm sorry, but that's all I have to say. How are are you making decisions
1: on a 26-year-old or someone in their 20s in their 30s What? How? Like
2: I, I, the people just... making laws in this country are way older, and they also come from, I would say, middle to higher income backgrounds. Like, the like I don't really know of that many like regular people mm-hmm. who are in the House and the Senate who like actually have like come from like a workers family or low income. I can name maybe like Cory Bush, Cory Booker. No, Cory Bush. Oh, and there's also Cory. Book- yeah, yeah, and there's, there's Cory Booker. From he's, he's running. A, he's running. He. I think was running for center at one point, but no, not him. Cory yeah. Bush is actually a progressive. She's a black woman. Mm. She's fire. You should look into her. Um, Alexandria Casio Cortez. Yeah. So yeah. people who are among like that progressive unit. Yeah. Within <clears throat> within our like, you know, within yeah. our government, these are the people that I would rely on to make certain policies that are for the everyday people.
1: Um, Cory Cory Booker. He was living in a Newark project while he was a mayor. He lived in a I Newark, New Jersey project just so he's able to live amongst his community uh. and actually feel the concerns that people around the community are understanding. We don't see that often. Hmm. <clears throat> we don't. We don't see that often. But for someone that is the money, the money queen, because uh. Bree Bree Bree's Jamaican. Shut the fuck. <laughs> my eyes. Wait, how many jobs this bitch be working? <laughs> <laughs> Bree's Jamaican. <laughs> I want to know, like I looked at this article and it said millennials spend about 192 a month or 2300 a year more compared to older generations on groceries, gas, restaurants, coffees and cell phone, Mm -hmm. cell phone bills for the person that was born in like 1979. Living into like the late 2000s, like early 2000s. Late nineties, you know, they're our age, they're getting, you know, where they were then, where we are now. We spend twenty three hundred dollars more. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more options. Pay. There's more options. True. There's I, feel, more options, I feel, but I feel like
2: the most simplest shit is becoming expensive. Yes. Well, that's because the the cost of living doesn't doesn't match salaries. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't match pay right. in this country, and that's the issue. Like like price price gouging.
0: Yeah. How much eggs are right now? Bro, I'm pretty sure the minimum wage in Philadelphia right now is seven twenty-five.
2: What? that's yeah seven
0: dollars twenty-five. And Atlanta is like eight dollars, literally. Shit. Yeah. And
1: true. these are and you know what's crazy? These are all Republican states
2: mm.
1: right now. The pa is blue, but the ones with the, PA the is lowest. A swing state. The ones with it's a swing mm-hmm. state, but the ones with the lowest minimum wages. Are Republican and mind you, I don't play that whole Republican Democrat shit because I think they all full of shit. They all full. Of shit. They all full of shit. But we do know that Republicans ride with the rich. Like they, they like shit. This is how we like it. We want rich up here. We want y'all down here. We don't want a middle, and it clearly shows in the minimum wage. So I think that.
2: I mean, Democrats all like that too, but yeah, they are. But they're, they're, they're also but they're low they're key the, about they're the People's Party exactly. Yeah, so they're like, low key. They're, they're gonna have they're progressive about their policies. Fuckery.
1: So, Brie, for someone like you that, like, that is big on streams of income. Because I will say, like, you're one of the most financially responsible people that I know.
0: <sighs> no, you are. People tell me this
1: and I get scared. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you're one of the most responsible people I know financially. Wow,
0: thank you. Because you yeah, about your money. So, and um, I know I have
1: to do better when it comes down to, like, wanting, you know, to keep adding more streams of income. I just got to figure out how to do it without being burnt out because I did mm-hmm, work two jobs. Mm-hmm. I was burnt out mentally, emotionally. It was just fucking over it Mm -hmm. how do you do it
0: it took some time uh i think being in a more comfortable apartment definitely helps Mm -hmm. i had my first home cleaning today shout out to you (laughs) and maria um (laughs) just not literally i kept pondering over that like not having to spend the time to clean my apartment how much more time i had just to, to myself i didn't i barely did any task i maybe completed one project I'm working on but like I took a nice bubble bath I was watching this show Hollywood on Netflix while I was in the bubble bath like enjoy yo it was amazing you gotta take time (laughs) but certain days I am grinding like I'm on my laptop I'm working two three different things at Mm -hmm. a time back back texting you know on this and I like that I get a thrill from that and it's enjoyable because I do things that I enjoy doing I don't I would never put myself in a job, a position, a way to make money that I didn't feel comfortable or I didn't feel like I couldn't be myself. And it took me a while to get there, but once I identify like what I'm looking for, a lot of a lot of my streams of income come from my interests. Like mm-hmm. you know, I worked for a dispensary before because I like smoking weed. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna call it, and put it out there. Yeah, we, like <laughs> we can all test, test. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was a cool little stream of income for that mm-hmm. time. And I, I guess also I don't internalize these roles in a way where it's like, I'm able to move on when it's time to move on and not harp right. it. Like I always got a different back
1: right. waiting for me. Like mm-hmm. this one done. I on to the next
0: mm-hmm. one. Like exactly. how I'm gonna get this money. Right. Oh,
1: I'm not feeling this, this, this little situation. I got <laughs> next week. All right, y'all. So I got this job. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <"Wow." laughs> had to replace it. <laughs> to replace it. Like you big on replacing. That's not funny. Like I Now The question is, since we're all like, la residents where do you see the economy going now like with have do you feel like you're gonna have to do multiple i'll say this like do you feel like working having different streams of income really only work if you work from home Cause i don't work from home
2: no no, no i'll do no I think that it's just now, it's about prioritizing your time. So Mm -hmm. like maybe that's picking up something after your normal work hours or on the weekends. But Mm -hmm. I think that every, I'm a big advocate of having multiple streams of income. And I think one of them is like, if you're passionate about something that could be like, maybe focus on your passion, getting money by focusing on that passion, you know, like Mm -hmm. just to make it to help with the feelings of burnout, you know, Um, like for me, like outside of my normal job, I'm a creative, like I'm I'm gonna get money doing my creative shit you know Mm -hmm. so it's just I think it's just how you think about it and then how you plan for it
1: how do you avoid burnout though Like like, I know you said prioritizing time but you say like on the weekends I know for me I look forward to the weekend not saying just to like sit in my crib but to kind of like decompress especially with the job that I have like I like to decompress Right. I sometimes feel like two days ain't enough
0: for sure yeah. two days ain't enough it's i feel like
1: like the capitalistic society of you know having two days 48 hours to gather yourself and then you're right back on
0: i was gonna say you can't you can't hold yourself to the same standard as everyone else because mm-hmm. your your situation your schedule yeah. your timing looks completely different mm-hmm. and i think with my current full-time position right now, it has helped me because my two days off are not Saturday and Sunday. It's Wednesday mm-hmm. and Thursday. March, Thursday, Thursday. So, yeah, so it fucked me up a little bit. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sitting in the house on the weekend and then I'm outside on the weekday. But yeah. it, it it really helped with the prioritization and it's like, I don't have to move on yeah. other people's time. I can get X, Y, and Z done in one day mm-hmm. versus one person thinking that they can't because you're just not following the way that people follow you know like they like you're told to follow it like right. that's just that's just very cult like yeah it to is, me now. and a lot
2: of it too yeah which is true yeah for, yeah, for real yeah i see what you did there yeah. i i think that you, it's also takes experimentation like you know just trial and error like you know one thing doing something that's somebody else is doing is it, not gonna work you have to do you have to figure out what makes okay. sense for you but it's also going to be experimenting yeah. and figuring out what works like I think for me how I vo- avoid burnout but also want another stream of income like I'm going to focus on like my photography you mm-hmm. know and that I know that even though I have a full-time job my off days are on the weekend I'm never I'm not going to feel as burnt out because I'm contributing to a creative outlet for myself mm-hmm. and I'm also trying to make money from that
1: Gotcha. I can see it. Like for me, I will say during COVID working in a hospital in a COVID unit from 11 PM to 7 AM, it was a pro and a con because i I'll be honest, even though like I like to sleep, if I'm up overnight, I feel like I got so much shit done working overnight. Mm -hmm. Like while everybody was asleep, I'm submitting assignments. I'm cooking up plans. Mm -hmm. I'm, even though like you would think for someone that sleeps all day during the day, during the lights, I felt like a fucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like I walk in the crib. I like close a blackout sheet, the, the blackout um, curtains, in
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: close the blackout curtains. And you wouldn't see me until ten, I wouldn't resurface until 10 PM.
2: Really? <laughs>
1: I felt like more. I was
0: wondering how long you would sleep. I was thinking <laughs> probably so like funny. 3 PM, 4 PM. No, Dang, no. Do you ever work overnight? I did. I had girl.
1: Mm -hmm. You talk about Jamaican. (laughs) And guys, just (laughs) a just a disclaimer: Bree is not Jamaican. It's just (laughs) just that (laughs) I I know y'all right now. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm
0: Jamaican. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually worked overnight at a a Sunoco gas station the summer uh, after my freshman year in college. I came home, going back. Into my sophomore year, I was going to have a job at an insurance company. The only way to get there was to drive. So I needed a car. I needed to come back with a car. So I came home. I worked three jobs. I worked at Rita's, I was a manager. I worked at Wendy's, I just started there, and I worked overnight at Sunoco. Girl! Wow. (laughs) Wow. So I've worked overnight before. Word. word and I got my little 2004 Honda Accord back up to the Villanova that next year Just <laughs> was galloping on that little horse girl
1: <laughs> I was like funny. I was I was literally I was not saying I would wake up like for me I couldn't just like walk in the house close the curtains and just sleep mm-hmm. I couldn't do that that wasn't realistic like and mind you I was still I was, I was doing online classes so like say I got in the house by seven thirty. I'm up at I would take like a 20, 20 minute nap. Not even, make breakfast, and I'm on my laptop in a Zoom class,
2: <sighs>
1: and that would go all the way until three o'clock.
2: And that's why you were sleeping until ten. Uh,
1: mm. I couldn't just and at that and then like towards the end before moving to LA I had a dog, I had a puppy, so it was like there was no such thing as sleep like sometimes i would wake up like angry Mm. not just because of covid and you know seeing people you know like kick the bucket a few times a lot of times Uh. Mm. Then (laughs) i was i was fucked up working late at night i I couldn't i was sick um but i feel like that's one thing that i kind of have to like myself like holding myself accountable and like trying to find a you know another stream of income that i actually enjoy because i don't want to work two jobs that i don't enjoy right i don't want
2: that well, what about audio engineering that's why we here hey, hey. You, you know i'm going plug, you know plug myself <laughs> in as soon as i leave right i
1: was so i was plugging myself in while he was here hey Y'all oh, need engineers he was like oh yeah like i just started working here too like i need the help and i'm like oh that's fine. so you have any women that work here they're like nah i said any black women no black men no which is a pro and a con. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll keep you all tuned after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you all tuned. So one, thing is, y'all, one thing I feel like, and again, black women being defense, like we were very like defensive of our peace.
2: Mm-hmm. Working in a spot
1: where the only black person, it, it, black woman,
2: uh, that is very i mean, I mean i'm living it <laughs> so. can you
1: talk about it at this point no not yet no okay but we'll i left
2: that. a place where i was like that as well and i was yeah. like fuck now well, shoot, we
1: were thing. both where we were both working at a place and there was more than one black woman we, we still felt like we were
2: because of someone who was clearly racist and clearly a trump supporter <sighs> let me tell
1: you something you can't justify being a Trump supporter. <laughs> At you all. can't.
2: There's no justification,
1: honey. There is no What
0: about Kanye West?
1: No justification. No
0: justification.
2: <laughs> he don't even know. Like the nigga is confused himself. Man, did you see the music video? Oh my God, please don't even get me started. Yo. They said it's bad. Like a lot of people I've seen a it. lot of people apparently they're saying Pete Davidson is getting a lot of like support and concern because that's kind of wild. Like, a decapitated head. Yo, and he, then you burying him alive? And then
1: you sprinkled rose seeds and rose popped up from his head? I'm like, oh, this nigga is fucking. crazy. He now, said I'm coming for him. Now, I, I have a question. And I feel like this is going to be something that I think we all have to think about. And that is like, I heard somebody say on the social media today that, you know, Kanye West has mental issues, but we also have to keep Pete Davidson in mind, who like advocates for mental health. Like there's a,
2: I thought interview he, with I think he also, Pete Davidson has had his own. Yes. like mm-hmm. there's, there's, an there's, an interview, there's an interview well. with
1: Charlemagne the God about, you know, mental health, how, you know, he's suicidal every day. I take it day by day. I, I have a routine where I'm able to keep my mental health at a stable level. This is who's this? Pete Davidson.
2: Yeah, I know. Pete talking Davidson about like has he said he thing. said like he's it was streets. He's like, yeah, I'm suicidal.
1: I'm open I, about a it. Lot I'm suicidal. I'm that. suicidal, but I think about my mom, my family, so I can't do that. I would be selfish if I did that. Now, Kim, you're in a you are well. You're now you know she's declared single. You are married to somebody that has mental health issues, and now. You know, mm-hmm. that that situation did not suit you. It was uncomfortable, granted. Now, you're with a
2: 28-year-old. With mental health, health issues as well. Well, I, thought, I mean, I feel like that whole family also has mental health issues, mm-hmm. but like, you know, people not ready to talk do about you that. You feel sure. like,
1: do you feel like, and this is a question I wanna ask y'all, do you feel like we as women, and not just women, do you feel like, yeah, we as women, or there are certain women that gravitate towards that. Like, do you think she's kind
2: of like the person that likes to heal and fix people? I mean, she is a, becoming a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that kind of speaks to that. Yeah. But like,
1: to go to one mental health case to another. And mind you, like, Kanye is egging this kid on.
0: Imagine being imagine being front and center mm-hmm. at the OJ trial. Shh. imagine seeing being so close you get know
2: what i'm saying were they too. friends in her Shh. her dad what? was oh no, no i know, I know the trial. dad but i'm like dumb. but i'm saying her exp- having spirit, oh, yeah, being yeah, alive like and OJ, having seen
0: gotcha.
1: oj was a friend of their father mm-hmm. and nicole the one that was killed was their mom's best friend
2: oh that's why they and keep your father Chloe's... is defending
0: yes yes, 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 like, yes now yes, it makes yes. sense because i was like Yes, I Where was did
2: like, it correlate? Tommy was just a lawyer. Like what's that guy to do with it? Oh, they were friends. That's why people keep there's saying
1: pictures, that. There's yeah. pictures, there's pictures of Nicole and OJ, uh, Chris Jenner and Robert Kardashian Sr. in a hot tub together. All for just for in in Aspen or somewhere. Yeah. They were all close in a circle. So imagine you and your man, me and my man. Your man kills you and now my man's defending your man in court. Mm
2: that's kind
0: of crazy so I, I was saying that just to say like that's that's the trauma to go through as a child and especially mm-hmm. in the context of love and you seeing what love is supposed to look like you know like mm-hmm. you look at your parents you look to the people the, the relationships closest to you, you exactly like, you know. exactly and exactly. They, so, they and and so gravitating toward, toward to yes experiencing been. that exactly how much trauma and mental you know what I'm saying switching are they going to encounter where it's like yeah you're going to gravitate towards those types of things those types of relationships and it's not I don't think it's intentional it's just mm-hmm. like this, I know this feeling I'm familiar with this feeling that Lamar I get Odom. from you Lamar us yep and, and she keep going back to him and he keeps saying sorry and making her look stupid that's Tristan that's Tristan just to Lamar, what? no, 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 oh, Lamar broke it for him. No, he oh, went no, no, the want old that thing back. He wants the old thing. <laughs> but <back. I'm like, laughs> he in the shower <laughs> like I miss my ex-wife. So I'm like, yo, yo, that's crazy. But yeah, they see that. There's yeah, exactly. They knows. you see all of them. Even um, who was that? Courtney and um, Scott. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They're not together. Exactly, yeah. but you see like well, they're, not, they're, not, they're, not, not, they're not crazy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Do you see crazy these be crazy. Do you see these men? I'm just I'm just saying like to have been through something like that, right. it's only natural. You know, it's not right. right, but it's natural that the body or that feelings, emotions gravitate right. towards
2: well, that's a type of
0: nurturing thing. Well,
2: right, all. because you got to think about upbringing and how that plays mm-hmm. on psyche, your, your mm-hmm. the human psyche, like you know what I'm saying, like we when we think about like relationships and how we build relationships, a lot of that in in terms of how we also approach the relationships emotionally and like mentally, a lot of that stems from early childhood associations mm-hmm. and what you see mm-hmm. with like the relationships around you. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. I feel like
1: I used to be one of those people where it's
2: like, yo, why a relationship that these girls get
1: into? They're all like the person always winds up fucked up. And then now looking back into it, now they've been messed up. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. They've been of- messed up. They've been messed up. And what I think that family tends to do is they tend to do the come in, we'll help you, mm-hmm. we'll heal you. Y'all niggas got issues yourself. <laughs> that they haven't worked out. And <laughs> yeah. they haven't worked out yet. Yeah so like usually you know they say hurt people try you know hurt Hurt, people hurt people people. Mm -hmm. that literally sometimes unhealed people try to heal people too Mm -hmm. like you can't if you're not healed yourself you can't try to go out your way and heal another Mm -hmm. person you got to look in the mirror and figure you you can't win if you ain't right with it and that's (laughs) and that's why
2: you know a lot of these relationships are just failing. you know the state of just dating a relationship is because like people haven't done the the work on a spiritual mental on a spiritual level immense like mentally and on emotional level you know what i'm saying like you got to work on all those you know before you come to the plate and try to be you know some some somebody for someone else yeah now you're right
1: you know that's the part where like i don't know if it's y'all like maybe because of our generation we just kind of look at relationships as just like today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like seeing all these celebrities like get together. I'm like, oh my god, goals! And then like a mm-hmm. year down the line, split.
2: But that's because I think that's because of social media. Social media, and, like, yeah. uh, dating apps. Like the accessibility to people, other people, is a lot. Mm. It's easier than before. You know, yeah. like back in the day when our parents was getting together, they have all that shit. You know, they, you're they, right. they was pulling up on shorty on the block, like seeing her one time. Right, and, walking, like, down down block, blue,
1: walking down the block, walking down the block. With your person was the announcement right. that we're together. But how right. much
0: better would society be if we all intentionally chose who we produce offspring? It with? would be so much better. No, uh, if we were, if we're not so like just because this is comfortable, I see you every day, we're gonna do this. Where it's like, no, like <laughs> gonna swipe and see what's next. Right. Like if this suits me, if this is where I see my life yeah. going. Like yeah. how much better, well, if we, but people abuse those things, so mm. it's only a dream.
1: Mm. But that's one thing that I feel like it it's, it is scary. This relationship shit is, like, just seeing other relationships kind of makes you, like, look at the person next to you or trying to date. Like, is there hope for dating mm. for, for people? I don't like I said, hope. like, when you're unhealed.
2: You you don't? You don't. I don't. You really? Don't. For I don't? Really? <laughs> wow. I'm soft to hear that from you, Bree.
0: First of all, I just want to say just one You got a wrong. I don't wear bras. Bras I, are oppressive I, to I, women. I'm I I
2: looking same, at them things like bras are how?
0: oppressive to women. Thank
1: you. I do. I didn't, I forgot to take mine off in the car. I hate bras. I don't even, I have one I forgot to bra. take mine like, off in the car. I
0: would have had a ball
2: burning. Back you, back I always day. have my titties Najee will tell you.
1: Najee has found my bra in my car. i you looking like. I've heard. I take my bra off. As soon as I get in the car, I'll be like
2: just gotta let them I go just let them free like that's what? it that's, just i don't even think about it when i get like, dressed i'd be like right. hmm, what's a no. bra i'm like if
0: bro. my nipples make you uncomfortable then <laughs> you need to work on yourself
2: That's <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> like, exactly exactly
1: yeah i finally grew into my titties at the age of 24 i don't know what to do with them I'm still like yo, i still be like, like
2: chanel ain't have no titties when we were young like <laughs> flat chested flat and now she got boobs,
1: <laughs> and I don't know what to do with them. They're just, hey. they're just, they're just really.
2: Let them be free. Free yes. right, back to you. Why yeah. are you hopeless? Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I guess. Okay, I wouldn't especially because y'all be preaching to me like, oh, boom, boom, like <laughs> put yourself out there. Not, no, like you.
0: I, I, I guess. Okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me check it. Let me, let me run it back. Let me run it Yo, back. No, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, let me run it back. Not that I'm... I guess I'm not (laughs) hopeless on dating. I guess I'm hopeless on this idea of dating that we've been told or that we've been sold that we should have, you know, Um, this traditional stance on dating. I, I am all hopeful for, you know, finding someone and clicking and having a great time and maybe building something there. But, yeah, it's not super... I don't know. I'm just not super convinced about the whole, like... I'm gonna find my man one day and we're just gonna be, you know, just be so happy together and like, because I feel like. Nah, that's a fluke. Like, ain't no relationship perfect. y'all not y'all mm-hmm. what I'm saying, y'all not, not arguing. Y'all not. Mm-hmm. Y'all yes. disagree. Like, clearly y'all disagree. there're gonna
1: be times where you wanna square up, but you're not you know we don't <laughs> promote we don't promote domestic violence. Here. Okay. But there's gonna be times where it's just like, yo, you're
2: cruising for bruising. Tonight. Right. <laughs> like, or times where you walk away now. Or times <laughs> where you say something mean or yeah. nasty. Yes. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to your point, like, I don't know if I say like I'm hopeless about that, but I will say that I have a different perception yeah. on like what is traditional. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that when you think about traditional like relationships, is kind of, you're kind of boxing yourself into mm-hmm. a dream or reality that mm-hmm. is not realistic. I think. I mean, I grew up in a single parent household with just my mom, and I she's a strong ass woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, how okay. I approach shit, Woo. yeah, I'll, I'll shit. like I approach shit just very like about myself, mm-hmm. investing in myself. And working on myself, and hopefully there's a nigga that comes yes. along the way that can handle me because yes. I know who I am. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Who can handle me and just appreciate me for who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And who I will become. You mm-hmm. know, Mm-hmm. that's it. Perfect. That's all I can hope for. Damn. Period.
0: Oh,
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a big word for Elmo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my stance on relationships, I'll be very honest. my end i have hope because you know like my relationship it's not perfect we're both growing people we both want what we want in this relationship and out of this relationship as individuals but i feel like like the dynamic when it comes down to the dynamic of relationships that i've seen it's i've witnessed up and down the ups and downs in relationships not just in my household but in different
2: yeah, households. Mm-hmm. Especially when you see two parent households. Like yeah. that that like you're seeing like the natural like yeah, highs like, and
1: lows yes. of a relationship. I don't see I was never exposed yeah. to the fairy tale, oh cupcakes and right. rainbow shit. It's like, not ooh. that like mm-hmm. no, I was not. Like I feel like I've been exposed to like what interracial relationships are like. I've witnessed divorce mm-hmm. in other relationships. I've seen blended families mm-hmm. blend and mesh. It took a minute to get there with different blended families. I I come from a blended family. I have two other siblings. I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. it come together where we're at weddings, and it's chill. Mm-hmm. I've seen others where we're at events with other blended families, and it's not chill. Like <laughs> I've I've seen how relationships, how they go, and I feel like, and it also says no matter how. What, whatever example you see of a relationship, you're going to do what you're going to do in that relationship. Mm-hmm. You can see your parents kiss every day, I love you, I love you, I love you, and be in a relationship, and you're not affectionate. Like like mm-hmm. like your love language. You can see your family's love language be touch and affectionate. Mm-hmm. But in your relationship, you're like, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need you all on me. Because you have your own love everybody language. Everybody has their own yeah. love language. So I feel like I've been exposed to very diverse relationships and cultures and situations and health issues and X Y and Z I feel like I know what to do and what not to do but you know again these are relationships from the 80s and the 90s where mm-hmm. it's different now where dynamics were different mm-hmm. there is no social media there is no people sliding in DMS back then of course you had your your, your person that pull up on you at a party but what we look at our parents relationships we can't compare people are like oh why are why is it why is the divorce rate so high like you never seen your grandparents divorce and shit bullshit because (laughs) back in the did you know in the 80s it took till the 80s for a wife for a woman to apply for a credit card i'm sorry early 80s late 70s a woman was able that's when we were able to apply for a credit
2: card. I credit mm. Shit, key, I
1: wish I, shit, I wish I didn't apply for a okay. credit card. Okay. <laughs> you can't have that one. That's why I got the block feature you told me about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I owe niggas money, but <laughs> I owe so much money. But I feel like when I see things like that where it comes down to relationships, like, oh yeah, you didn't see your grandparents divorcing. It's like back then women were viewed as property to a man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes these men out there cheating cheating, cheating on having grandma. second yeah, family like whole secret they had family one shit. family in one town and then in another borough or something like that or like around, around the, the fucking the block. block like around the fucking block and at like, that time women had to really because some of them at that dynamic where you know they were just
2: handling the household and just stay at home but a lot of it i think back in the day was like women dependent on that marriage just for basic shit like to get a mortgage or mm-hmm. to have a house like mm-hmm. to to have that i guess the environment or setting that they wanted for themselves right. and maybe their children i think now it's just is different you know like yeah it's just completely different like you know we're not getting married going into house like having starting families immediately or like buying houses because it's, mm. it's It's not like a lot of us can't afford to do it at this age, you know. Right. So, yeah. I also feel like that touches
1: on like the prior subject and that was like independence. Right. Like in our millennial age, because a lot of people's independence was based upon. There wasn't really independence. It was just union. And you had to be dependent. You weren't independent. You were dependent on your union. Right. Whether that person was out in the street doing whatever they wanted to do at the end of the day it still had to it still had to connect because
2: to pay them bills or like feed the kids you feel me i think that right now i think this generation we i feel like we've seen we've we've seen like women become more empowered in themselves and what they expect from men and what they expect from relationships and i think that's what i like to see because i feel like as as women or even as a man too like. You know have like know your self-worth you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying take care of yourself first before you start dating someone you know or getting into something that you know could potentially take away from what you're trying to do I think right. that you just have to focus on healing yourself first making sure you good you know mentally That's and you're stable is. you know making sure you good to come to the next person and build with them mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you don't have to have it all right yeah. like you don't have to have it all like it could be money you mm-hmm. know you could be down bad on that but As long as you come into the next person like emotionally mature and able to handle Mm. it and communicate, you good. That's all that matters. And and back to knowing your worth. Knowing Mm -hmm. your worth is key. I'm gonna just say like to be honest, I feel like it's very disheartening to see like these people. Like I feel like I see people in relationships and I feel like they're just settling because I just Mm -hmm. I just be like okay, but are you happy? And like, are you gonna be spending? Are you going to be spending like if you're not happy? Are you really planning to spend twenty to thirty years, Literally. forty years with this person, have kids with this person? And that's what and I'm saying. And you know you're not happy. Like these make traditional it make sense.
0: standards. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm hopeless in these traditional standards that people place on relationships. Like we can be enjoying each other in the moment, in the moment that we're involved. But that doesn't mean I have to see that you are going to be in my life right. forever because we become different people as we grow. Right. And it's like. If you become a different person, that's cool. I'm not gonna hold that against you. And if I become a different person, I don't want you to hold that against right. me. We want to be happy. We want right. to do, you know, yeah. what we right. want to do. We want to be ourselves. And right. you just gotta. I feel like that's how I move now. I'm very comfortable and just like, stay, you stay, stay. That's go, do I'm going be straight.
2: That's regardless. exactly where I am. Real shit. That's me. Real shit tea. And I, I get that from my mom really because my mom, mm-hmm. she's solid. Okay. So I just be like. Dang. I don't really need you on my face. If you doing X, Y, and Z, yep. and you like bye, right. yep. skirt, and like it I'm all, good. And mm-hmm. it, like I said, and it
1: all just orbits around self worth. Yeah, uh-huh. knowing your worth. But y'all, we gonna conclude this episode hey. right here. You know what I'm saying? Your uh, your uh, <laughs> episode three. Make sure y'all stream, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. Okay. Pop out network. Yeah, we coming out with content. Yo, our photo shoot was slapping. It was fire, it was fire. Bree in the green dress, honey. Honey, the body, Najeh oh, in my. that heel.
2: <laughs> 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 Yo. Truth is Oh my, um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God, y'all know him. But next
1: week, we're gonna have a very interesting episode. So, again, y'all, make sure y'all stream. Make sure y'all download, subscribe.
0: Share with your friends. Share with your friend of a friend.
2: Yes. Send it to all the homegirls. Yes. And follow, follow, and follow, follow us. Follow, follow us. the main page. Yes. Like, and, and yo, y'all, listen, I'm single. If you kind <coughs> of mingle, sliding in the DMs. You feel Stop me? Not the hook up hotline on the Pop-Up <laughs> Network. You oh, <laughs> to make that a separate you all
0: right, y'all,
1: make sure y'all have a safe week. Keep yourself motivated. And, again, know your self-worth.
0: We out. Who that is, bitch? I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. I am gonna go get that bag, and I am not gonna take your shit. I am protected, well respected. I'm a queen, I'm a dream. I do what I wanna do, and I'm who I wanna be. Cause I am me, bitch. That's why B.T. Yo man got his eye on me, but I DC. see Cause I'm Flyer's beast. That's Bitch, I drive no keys. That's screw, screw, screw. Don't lie on me. Body right, don't need no word, word, word. I-, I-, I don't need no one. I'm independent.